News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Large energy users and residential customers on smart tariffs will see higher costs during the peak hours between five and seven o'clock in the evening. Uh, it follows a decision by the Commission for the Regulation of Utilities, and they themselves went through a consultation a period on this. Uh, to explain this further, we're joined by the Energy Economist Senior Research Officer with the SRI, Morin Lynch. And uh, Morin, how is this going to work? So the way it works is electricity supply companies have to pay a charge for accessing the electricity grid on our behalf. And uh, what what the regulator is doing is they're changing the structure of the tariff that they pay in order to access the grid. So this actually isn't to do with them buying electricity to sell it onto us or anything. It's to do with how much they pay in order to get onto the network. And at the moment, uh, what they pay to get onto the network is flat. What the regulator is proposing is that the tariff change to be a little bit more expensive for electricity that's used between five and seven and cheaper for electricity that's used outside of those hours. So the original proposal was just to add a kind of a penalty charge between five and seven. The final proposal is that you pay more between five and seven and less outside of that time. Carrot so the and idea stick. Is, excuse me? Carrot and stick. Carrot and stick, I suppose, yeah. The idea is that if you are, um, a, I think they were particularly concerned about businesses that couldn't really re- shift their demand at all. So kind of, you can think of something like a cafe or something like that. You can't really shut between five and seven. So the idea is that if you can't shift your demand at all, then you're no, you're no better, no worse. Whereas if you can shift your demand, now you have an incentive to do so. Uh, do we know, is there going to be much of a difference between peak and off-peak charges? So um, it's, it, So, again, this is in terms of the network charge, which only makes up about 30% of our bills, but it comes out at a kind of like a 10% differential. But the real question is, how are suppliers going to pass that on to us, the final consumers? So if you're on a smart meter, I would imagine what they'll do first and foremost is they will change their smart tariffs. So that means that the extra high cost for consuming electricity between five and seven might go up a bit, but the cost for consuming electricity outside of that will come down. So that gives people an incentive if they're on a smart tariff to really reduce their usage at peak times. For those of us who either don't have a smart meter or who have a smart meter but haven't opted into a smart tariff, then I'm not too sure how a supply company will pass this levy on or will pass this differential in tariffs on probably what they're just going to have to do is smear the cost over everybody. So what it really means is the supply company has a real incentive now to get people onto smart tariffs. So hopefully they will come out with smart tariffs that give people a real incentive to to move to them. How many people in Ireland have smart meters? Many households have them? I think the rollout at the moment, I think about 30% of households, but I haven't checked those numbers recently. But the, the number of households that have a smart meter that have opted into a smart tariff is really, really low. Now, I hasten to add here, it's more or less in line with the international literature. Uptake of smart tariffs in general is low. If you survey people and say, would you move on to a smart tariff? The number of people saying yes to that is pretty high. But the number of people who actually go and do it, it's like... It, it's kind of a fifth of that. So say like okay. 25% of people will say, oh yeah, I'd like a smart tariff, but only 5% of them take, take one up. So I, you know, the fact that so few people have moved to the tariff, I wouldn't necessarily say it's anyone's fault. It's in line with what we see in the literature, but it does require a bit of a think about how we can maybe get that number up. Uh, and I presume the best way to get it up is to actively incentivise people to take it up uh, and in the process discourage them if they were possible to use electricity between five and seven. Well, obviously you're going to have to use some, but to, to, to limit electricity use between five and seven. 
Yeah, what we know from the smart meter trial is that people are actually able to do that. So people do respond to that peak time um, pricing and they do reduce a portion of their demand. So what I would say is it's probably some of our electricity demand that's very, very elastic that you can kind of move around whenever. So something like turning on your washing machine. Um, and then there's a portion that's very, very inelastic. So something like turning on the kettle. You know, if you want a cup of tea, you want it right now. You're not going to say, I'll wait until yeah. after 7pm. You don't have to fill the kettle up fully, I suppose, though, which is uh, something I've kind of got into the habit of not doing now. Um, just um, a couple of things before. We, oh, sorry, by the way, can, I don't have a smart meter. Can I get one if I want or can I ask the electricity company to provide one? So it's ESB Networks that provides them, um, uh, not your supplier. Um, ESB Networks will get one to every house in the country within the next few years. If you want one sooner than that, then you could kind of just pay for one yourself. But you could get onto ESB Networks and just ask them when they're um, in, when they're going to be in your area. And just maybe they know, maybe they don't know. Maybe they'll be like, not another dude phoning us up. I'm not sure. Okay, Steve says, uh, if you have a smart meter but not a smart tariff, will it go up? The point of smart tariffs was to encourage smart use. But of course, it just masked increased cost to the consumer. No wonder people distrust new technologies. Does it all mean we'll have to move di- uh, dinners and homework to post seven o'clock? So what I would say is if, you, if you're not on a smart tariff, whether or not your bill will go up as a result of this really comes down to how your particular supply company decides to pass this on. They may pass, like the, the change for them really is to their network tariffs, which they generally um, which they generally pick up through the standing charge on your bill. So they may choose to change the standing charge a bit. They may choose to change the unit charge a bit. So it's impossible for me to say how exactly someone's particular electricity supplier will respond to this. But what I would say is the suppliers, the supply companies now have a strong incentive to make sure that whatever smart tariffs are available are beneficial to consumers. So for those who have a smart meter, who aren't on a smart tariff, it's worth keeping an eye out on what your supplier yeah. does over the coming months. Okay. Just before I let you go, I, I got our first electricity bill of, of a couple in a couple of months the other day and I opened up with a huge amount of trepidation and actually it wasn't too bad. Now, is that is that the calm before the storm? Is that just... Now, I'm comparing it with other summer bills. I'm obviously not comparing it with, with last winter's bills. But is that the calm before the storm? Um, so do you have gas heating or electric heating or what's your heating? We have gas heating. Gas heating. So electricity usage goes up a bit in the winter. Um, for people who have electric heating, their electricity usage goes up a fair bit. So if you had your electric heaters on, that would have been a higher for sure. But I'd say whatever about your electricity, watch out for your next gas bill because the price is going up, but the quantity of gas used goes way up in winter. So for your particular household, it might be the gas bill that you're opening with a bit of trepidation. Yeah, OK. I, I did think it was probably too good to be true. Uh, we will leave it there. Um, Warren Lynch, Energy Economist, Senior Research Officer with the SRI. Thanks for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.